What is up, my friends? Welcome to the Eloquent Savage Podcast number five. It's me, your main man, Steve Krebs, Stephen Richard Krebs, Stevie Krebs, Stephen Richard Krebs the third, but he's actually the first. As always, Eloquent Savage is brought to you by CoachSteve.com. That is my coaching consulting business where I help lead elite entrepreneurial men to have it all across the board in their body being balanced in business. Go ahead and check it out if you think you are a fit. There's some great content going on over there. Obviously, this is the Eloquent Savage podcast. So we're going to talk a little bit about fighting, business, comedy, current affairs across the world, all kinds of amazing shit. But today's topic, we're going to dig into something that I believe that everybody in the world deals with. And that's a little bit of depression, feeling down, anxiety, stress, all these things that most people don't talk about or when they do talk about it, they talk about it to their doctor and at the end of the day, most doctors don't know what the fuck the answer actually is. Now, I've dealt with anxiety pretty much my entire life. I can dial it back to when I was eight or nine years old and uh, I'd have to wake up and go to football practice, which I absolutely hated. We have some really rough coaches at the time. That could be another whole podcast on the state of coaching inside of the United States and how the best coaches actually coach the best athletes and the worst coaches actually coach kids, which are really where the best coaches are needed. I'm not saying there aren't some good coaches out there that coach kids. That's not my, you know, I'm not going to stand by that statement. I'm not going to generalize it. But in my experience, I had some pretty shitty coaches. But we're going to stay on this topic of anxiety, stress, depression, feeling down, and how it's affecting everyone. Because if you don't feel that way now, I guarantee you know somebody that does. Let me give you guys a little peek into what I went through which ultimately led me to Wake Up Warrior, to the shift that I've created in my life. But in 2014, basically every day that summer, I thought I was going to pretty much die. I literally thought I was going to die. My anxiety was so bad, and it's because I was doing all kinds of shit. I was not living right. I was partying hard. I was out in Vegas doing bottle service and popping molly pills and losing my goddamn mind. At uh, at that point, I had fucked around with steroids a little bit. And I'm just going to be straight with you guys. This podcast is built on truth. So if you you can't handle truth or if you want to judge me for doing the shit that I've done, well, I guarantee you that if I looked into your closet, there'd be a bunch of fucking skeletons too. The problem with this conversation of anxiety, stress, depression, feeling down, having the blues, whatever we want to define it as, is that most people, specifically men, don't want to talk about it. So they suppress the shit out of it, and then it leads to sedation, so we numb ourselves up with booze and drugs and pussy and porn and every other thing. And women experience this shit too. Most people don't feel worthy to share their truth. Most people feel like they don't deserve to feel good or don't deserve happiness, so they find ways to not achieve it. I watch this inside of the guys that I coach all the time, the ups and downs and the roller coaster of life, and I experience it myself as well. One day you think you're king of the world, the next day you feel like you're scraping yourself out of the bottom of the toilet like a crusty turd. So what creates this up and down? And this isn't a discussion of the science behind depression or the chemicals that happen in the brain or the fact that at times I probably did it to myself with the the drugs I was taking and the partying I was doing and it was affecting the serotonin levels, levels and fucking me up. But at the end of the day, this is a mental issue. 
the problem that I see and the problem that I experienced myself is nobody actually wanted to treat the cause of the feelings. They only wanted to treat the symptoms. And if you've experienced a panic attack or anxiety or depression before, it's miserable. And it creates all sorts of stories in our minds which create stories, which create problems, which create behaviors, which create more problems, which create more stories. So it's a slippery slope in this insane cycle that happens in between our ears. The most valuable real estate in the world sits between those two ears on your head, and that's your brain. The crazy part about the human mind is it's just so powerful that it can make you believe things that are not true, and the stories are always worse than reality. Now, the kind of depression and anxiety and stress that I'm talking about, panic, is, is we're not talking about clinical depression. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist, but I have coached a lot of guys, and I've worked through this myself. I've gone to therapy on it. In my mid-20s, they put me on medications for it, and it just made me a freaking zombie. That was a treatment of the symptom and not the cause. The cause was I felt lost. I was right there in my quarter-life crisis when most kids hit that point in their lives where like, I have no idea what I want to do. And then I feel like it happens again every five to ten years. So people get caught in the mix and they feel a complete loss of purpose. And you show me a man that doesn't feel purpose or passion, well, I'm going to show you someone that's going to experience anxiety, panic, and depression. And then he will mask those things through sedation and suppression. He will say that he's fine. He will act like he's fine. But behind closed doors, he's suffering, living a life of quiet desperation because he doesn't want to tell anybody that he's actually struggling because in our society, we've been taught that it's weak as a man to show that kind of vulnerability and emotion. Or you go to the other end of the spectrum with the millennials and the kids that are growing up today and then they've gone to the complete other side. Where some of these people are just so soft and so wrapped up in being social justice warriors inside of their safe spaces that there's no masculinity. So it's this crazy game that we play as human beings of trying to find happiness and get ourselves out of what I like to call the shit pit. And I think being in the shit pit is a complete normal piece of life. If you've never experienced yourself in that place, then I don't think you could ever truly experience happiness or joy. It's both ends of the spectrum. And me living in the middle of the road is never going to be, I'm never going to be content there because that's mediocrity, that's being average, that's this like life of acting like things are okay. So I've heard this statement before that anxiety means you're living in the future, depression means you're living in the past, and if you're actually present today, then, then you don't experience those things. And the crazy part is, is recently I've, I've shifted to this behavior and this idea and my life has gotten a lot more fun. I stopped worrying about the money that was coming in next week or in two months. I stopped worrying about what might happen. I stopped worrying about what had happened and I just started searching for the lessons inside of what we call inside a wake up warrior as the drift. Now, how does this tie into everything else that we talk about inside of the Eloquent Savage? Well, you're a human, right? Yes. So you experience this in some form with yourself or with other people. Now, how does this tie into fighting martial arts? Well, we have sports 
that we're fans of, where these guys are experiencing and these girls are experiencing serious brain trauma. Now, we can talk about how boxing is worse than MMA or this, that, and the other thing, but guess what? If you get KO'd, if the lights go out, if you get iced, you get concussed, there is damage to your brain. I know for a fact that I've had four or five concussions myself. Who knows what effects I've had because certain people can take a lot more damage than others. There's, there's fighters or football players or athletes that take one good shot, get one good concussion, and they are done. They're done. So it all ties in because one of the side effects of CTE is erratic behavior, depression, anxiety. It's just like the human brain goes haywire. So this all ties in. It's also why prescription medication abuse is at an all-time high. And the death toll associated with these drugs is staggering at this point. Now, we can sit here and blame the government and blame the pharmaceutical companies, which I do. Because it's a game of profit. And because the pharmaceutical companies carry so much weight in terms of money, in terms of profits, they can affect politicians. All day, every day, twice on Sunday. There's a book that I read. It's called The Wisdom Keepers. And basically, this author back in the early 80s went around and interviewed all of the living Native American shaman and chiefs. And it's one of my favorite books in the world. And, and one thing that these people couldn't grasp, and I think that they were so honorable and proud and, and tuned in and intelligent and, and just present, they couldn't understand why if you had a, a cure for a disease that you would charge money for it. And if you think about, about this idea, specifically in terms of depression, anxiety, panic, I mean, these things are treated every day. Xanax and Prozac and Wellbutrin and all this shit that they hand out. Somebody is profiting on mental illness. Somebody is profiting on cancer. And these shaman and these chiefs just could not grasp it. They said, I don't understand. And these are people that, let's be straight, that they've, had, they've been... It's been basically a genocide that no one talks about. That's another podcast in itself. But at the end of the day, this is something that most people experience. They experience this anxiety, this depression, this panic, this stress. And I see it more and more and more and more. And I watch guys experience it and they try to figure it out. And then they hide or then they sabotage themselves. Or they sabotage the relationship so they lash out at the people that they love because they feel scared and afraid and alone. And they feel like they cannot talk to anybody about it. That's why I'm shooting this podcast today. I didn't plan on talking about this. But I've experienced anxiety and panic and depression and stress and feeling unhappy no matter what I had. And it just came down to a point of getting all of the bullshit out of my head, all of the lies that I had developed or built over the years and just letting go. You have to let go to grow. And one of the things that I found that people need to let go of more than anything are our old stories that don't support what the fuck we actually want. 
Now, I'm fortunate enough to coach some very successful people, guys that own $100 million companies. And the funny part is, is these guys experience the same thing as my guys that I coach that don't even do $10,000 a month in their businesses, guys that I've run into inside of training that, that are employees. And let's get it straight one second right here before we move any further. Just because you attach entrepreneur or business owner to your name doesn't mean you're fucking better than anyone. Let's just get that straight. That is some bullshit. There are employees in certain companies that will make more money than I could ever imagine making. There's just so much elitism right now in our country because people are just trying to point them, their fingers at themselves and talk about how fucking great they are. That they fail to realize that in doing that, they're also shitting on everyone else that doesn't have what they have or that isn't like them instead of just being humble and happy without having to point it out to everybody what they've done. That's one of my biggest pet peeves inside of people that donate to charities. But then they have to post on social media about how they did it. Well, what the shit? If your heart was in the right place, it wouldn't matter who saw you do it. You would just do it. Anxiety and depression is, 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 it can be a nightmare. If you don't find the right people to talk to, if you don't realize that you are the only one that will fix this, you need to write this shit down. If you're experiencing panic, anxiety, depression, you are the only one that's going to fix it. And you have to take control of the things that you can control, which is your nutrition, your activity levels, the people you surround yourself with, the chemicals that you put in your body, meditation, getting out in nature, what has been proven to be one of the absolute best things that you can do. The whole term get grounded means put your feet in the grass, literally. Get grounded. This is not rocket science. And it's something that's crazy to me because it was never taught. It was never taught to me by a doctor. It was never taught to me by a teacher. It was never taught to me by my parents. And my father struggled with anxiety his whole life too. I remember sitting in the house and I would watch my dad pull in the driveway in his work clothes. My father owned a body shop, still does to this day, worked his ass off. He's the one that made it possible for me to own my first business. But I watched him get out of his truck with his full work gear on and then go take off running down the road because his anxiety was so bad. And I didn't even know what the fuck he was doing at the time. I was like, man, my dad's committed to getting, some, getting in shape, huh? That's crazy. <laughs> I watched this happen time and time again. Entrepreneurs, business owners, employees, whoever, they gain success in their life, but they have no happiness. There's literally no feeling after about 10 seconds of joy when they actually have a, a victory in their business or make more money. And I just heard a study the other day that after 75K, it doesn't really increase that much happiness. Now, we'll see. I think it depends on what you do with your money, how you earn it, and if you're actually passionate and purposeful about it. But I watch men do this to themselves all day long. Hey, I'm going to set these targets. They drive hard towards the targets. They hit the targets, and they don't celebrate, appreciate, so then they go down to the shit pit. They worry about things they can't control, so it creates anxiety, depression, and stress, and it becomes overwhelming. Makes you feel like you want to crawl out of your own skin or go hide in the corner. What I found is pain shared is pain divided. Pain shared is pain divided. And if you don't have someone to share this pain with, then you're going to feel alone. You're going to feel out on an island. And you're going to feel like you have no one to talk to and there's no escape. This is also why we see suicide rates rising in men. And it's fucking scary to me. 
So there was no comedy involved in this podcast. This is a very serious podcast to me because I feel like guys need to hear this shit. You need to know that you're not alone, that there are ways to fix it. There are programs that can help you, (laughs) and 99% of them aren't run by a doctor. They're just run by somebody that figured some shit out. Starts with communication. Starts with sharing your pain. It starts with stop fucking lying. And give yourself permission to actually just be a human being, not a robot, not a guy that feels like he has to sedate and suppress every feeling that he's ever had. The only person that can give you that commit that permission is you. The only person that can give you permission is yourself. And that's why I said the only person that's going to fix you or help you solve this problem because there's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. Everyone experiences these waves of feeling really happy or really down and it's just part of being human, specifically being human in 2017. So I have two assignments for you today. Number one, I want you to make a list of all the things that actually make you happy. Like the things that actually make you experience joy for more than 30 seconds. That actually create some form of lasting happiness. Second piece is I want you to write down when's the last time you did those things, a.k.a. when's the last time you actually felt joy and happiness in your life. What you're going to find out is things will never make you happier. They're experience enhancers. They're emotional enhancers. Things will add to the experience in your emotions. As long as you were happy when you got those things. Anxiety, depression, stress, all these things are not a death sentence. It's not a prison sentence. It's an opportunity to learn inside of this drift. It's an opportunity to find yourself and to realize what is the cause of this thing. And am I going to choose to continue to allow this cause to chip away at my will, my soul, my happiness? And am I going to put my faith in somebody that's just going to write a prescription for me and and put me on some drugs rather than find out what the real problem is? Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. And I'm not downplaying the, the work that some doctors do to really, truly help people. But they're just trying to figure shit out too. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you feel called to share this message with somebody you know that is struggling with something like this, I would, would highly suggest and appreciate if you did. If I would have had somebody that was speaking the truth like this to me when I was in my mid-20s or even in my early 30s when I hit the wall again, I know that would have helped me immensely. It would have made me feel like I wasn't alone. And it probably would have got me out of the shit pit faster. But thank goodness that I found the lessons inside of this thing and was, was okay and vulnerable enough to reach out for help. I appreciate you guys tuning in. This is the Eloquent Savage Podcast. I know this one was a little more serious than normal, but I feel like it's a message that needs to be shared. So this message is brought to you by CoachSteve.com, EloquentSavage.com, Eloquent Savage Podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Get the fuck out of here, you filthy animals.